Wait, you hired who? Coaching carousel evaluation. During the past 10 seasons, 20 programs have fired a winning coach. What happened next? Just four made the leap from good to great they aimed to make. Exactly twice as many made their program worse. And eight more paid all that buyout money to get similar results. David Ubbin of The Athletic. We are living in a brave new world. Coaches are voluntarily giving up jobs at Notre Dame and Oklahoma because they feel they've reached their ceiling and can no longer compete for a national championship. Read that sentence again. Did you have believed it in July, let alone last week? David Ubbin highlighted the challenge of ADs trying to move from good to great. So why make the change if you only have a 20% chance of success? New Florida Gator coach Billy Napier said it best. Scared money don't make money, you know. Thanks, Billy. Here are my top five hires so far this week in the 2021 coaching carousel. Number one, Brian Kelly, LSU. Kelly is a winner. He has two Division II championships, a MAC championship, a Big East championship, and has elevated Notre Dame to a perennial playoff contender. Sure, most of his staff are staying in South Bend rather than joining him in Baton Rouge. Kelly gets the last laugh and is the fourth straight coach to bring a championship to Baton Rouge. Number two, Lincoln Riley, USC. Lincoln brought new life to the Sooners program after taking over for Bob Stoops in the summer of 2017. Riley's resume boasts of two Heisman Trophy winners, a Heisman finalist, and dominating the Big 12. Riley will bring back the glitz and glamour that USC had under Pete Carroll. He has shown to be a dynamic recruiter at the skilled positions. Riley's ability to bring in talent along the trenches, though, will tell us if it is truly an upgrade over his Oklahoma teams that were repeatedly exposed in multiple college football playoff appearances. Number 3. Billy Napier, Florida The Kelly and Riley announcements put this hire on the back page headlines. Napier has an impressive resume working under both Dabo Sweeney and Nick Saban. Napier has led the Raging Cajuns for the last four years. In that time, he has led them to 10 wins or more in the last three seasons and winning the division championship in each season and one Sun Belt title in 2020. Napier brought Saban's process to Lafayette, but as Dan Mullen found out, Gainesville is different. Napier will have to recruit to bring the Gators in line with the dogs on the tide. This is my sleeper pick of the 2021 carousel. Number four, Marcus Freeman, Notre Dame. You're a 35-year-old first-time head coach. What better place to cut your teeth than the epicenter of college football, Notre Dame? Freeman is expecting to be named Brian Kelly's successor in the upcoming days. Freeman is keeping most of the other staff intact, including 29-year-old offensive coordinator Tommy Reese. Freeman's meteoric rise to the top has come in just 10 years of coaching. He has proven to be a dynamic recruiter and play caller. This is a big risk for the often thought-of conservative Notre Dame. If it works, I can see Freeman and Reese bringing a cooler and fun vibe. Think Clemson to South Bend. 5. Sonny Dykes, TCU Sonny Dykes was the prize of the Texas college football coaching vacancies. Dykes decided to stay in Dallas rather than return to Lubbock where his father coached. This is a smart move by Dykes. Sonny can take the Dallas team blueprint he constructed at SMU and bring it to the Horn Frogs. 
Dykes was able to lure four and five star recruits to SMU by tapping into the Dallas High School pipeline. He also used the transfer portal to bring in top talent home to Dallas from larger programs. TCU should allow him to do this on a larger scale and enable the Frogs to compete for Big 12 championships. Stat of the week, Iron Bowl. I wrote last week that Jordan Hare is a nightmare for saving in the Tide. With 1.32 remaining in the fourth quarter, the Tide had to go 97 yards to tie the game. Auburn was sitting pretty with a 99.7% chance of winning the game. You may have heard Gary Danielson and many Auburn fans point out that Tank Bigsby cost the Tigers the game going out of bounds on Auburn's last drive. Bigsby trying to bounce it outside, and he does. Tank Bigsby, close to a first down, about a yard shy and out of bounds. Stops the clock. Gary and the rest of Tiger Nation say that Alabama would not have had enough time to march all the way down the field because time would have run out. In an ideal world, that may be true. But the Auburn defense did allow the Tide to march 97 yards down in a minute and 12 seconds. Who's to say they wouldn't have done it if, if quicker if needed? Tiger head coach Brian Harson could have also bailed out his running back in the first overtime. Auburn had an opportunity to go for the win by going for two rather than kicking the PAT. Harson made the scared money move and Alabama took advantage and won. Conference Championship Picks Championship season is upon us. I usually pick five games a week, but I'm going to take a stab at all ten games this week. Each of the games should be competitive, with the spread in only two games being more than double digits. Game number one, Conference USA. Western Kentucky giving three points versus UTSA. Meet meet. If you like points, this is going to be your game. These two teams met in early October, and the Roadrunners won 52-46. The Alamo Dome will be rocking for round two. Game number two, Pac-12, Oregon versus Utah. Utah giving two and a half. Utah crushed or Oregon's defense and playoff hopes two weeks ago, 38-7. All three of the youth's losses this year have come on the road. This one should be closer, but Utah makes it two in a row against the Ducks. Big 12. Baylor versus Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State giving 5.5. Another rematch that the Pokes won 24-14 back in early October. The Cowboys were impressive last week in Bedlam. The Cowboys were able to weather the storm to knock off the Sooners and send Lincoln Riley packing to the California sunshine. Jim Knowles will have the Pokes ready to stop a run-oriented Baylor attack. The Pokes will get a win and stamp their way to their first college football playoff appearance. Maction. Kent State giving 3.5 versus Northern Illinois. Kent State won the first meeting 52-47 in November Maction. Northern Illinois has a knack for playing and winning close games. The Huskies have two one-point victories on the season. NIU keeps this one under a field goal and maybe pulls off a Maction upset. Mountain West, Utah State versus San Diego State. San Diego State giving 6 points. Blake Anderson has done a remarkable job for the Aggies. A closer look at their schedule shows that they tend to struggle against physical, run-oriented teams. This is right up Brady Hoke and the Aztecs' alley. With a win, the Aztecs keep hope alive of a New Year's Six Bowl appearance. Sunbelt, Appalachian State versus Louisiana, Louisiana giving three. Another lopsided rematch that saw Louisiana dominate the Mountaineers 41-13 in mid-October. 
Billy Napier will be off to Gainesville after this game, but will have the Cajuns focused to send him out a Sunbelt champion. S-E-C. Georgia giving 6.5 versus Alabama. I was at the 2018 game. The dogs jumped all over two in the tide early and looked to be on their way for a second straight SEC championship. With a missed field goal by Rodrigo Blankenship, we could feel all of Dog Nation on the field and in the stands tighten up. Jalen Hurts ended up leaving the tide back to a thrilling win. On paper, this game could be a 10 or 15 point spread. The Dogs were perfect in SEC play and have not played a close game since week one against Clemson. I am excited to see what Nick Saban has in store for Kirby and the Dogs. This Georgia team is special and will be able to withstand anything the tide sends their way. Go Dogs! AAC, Houston versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati giving 10.5. Cincinnati has a playoff berth and an AAC championship on the line Saturday at Nippert Stadium. Dana Holgerson has the team where the Cougars Boosters wanted when they brought him from West Virginia three years ago. This game should be fun and a great contest. Houston makes it close and gives the committee enough pause to drop the Bearcats from the CFB playoff on Sunday. Big 10, Michigan giving 11 versus Iowa. Who was that team in Ann Arbor? A physical defense to go with a ground-and-pound dominating running offense. I was expecting to see Elvis Gerbeck and Tashmunga Bianca Batunka in the maize and blue watching that game. The Wolverines are sitting at number two in the college football playoff and are poised for Harbaugh's first Big Ten championship and playoff appearance. Standing in the way are Kirk Ferentz and the Hawkeyes. All the lights and eyes will be on Indianapolis to see if last week's game was a fluke or not. Harbaugh gets his first championship, but Ferentz is going to make him earn it. ACC, Pittsburgh given three versus Wake Forest. The ACC and Pac-12 are out of the playoff and relevance in, college, in the college football world. Without an undefeated Clemson, the ACC has been left with a nice story of super seniors leading Wake and Pitt. This game should be fun watching and high scoring. Dave Clawson gets his first ACC championship to go along with his new contract extension. Last week against the spread, 4-1. Overall, 39-28. Grab your popcorn and enjoy the games.